0: Welcome back to Getting Into Good Trouble, where we dig through the rubble to find the trouble. This is season two, episode four, and it is February 2020. Today we will be talking about the citizen amendment in India and why it is being protested. Zach, could you start us off with some background information? Thanks, Luke. In India, the government and Prime Minister Modi have
1: created a constitutional amendment that allows for Hindus, Sikhs, Buddhists, Jains, Parsis, and Christians who immigrated to India fleeing persecution to fast-track Indian citizenship. Under the new amendment, all of these groups get to become citizens after just six years of living in, in India. The previous citizenship requirements were much more strict, but what is being protested is that the Muslims are excluded. In fact, this amendment doesn't change anything for the Muslims. They still have to wait 11 years before they can even apply for citizenship in India. People immediately realized how unfair this amendment was, and they don't want to let it go. This amendment has been protested in the streets by civil rights groups as well as Muslim groups. Madison, help me out here. Can you tell us a little more about this?
2: Just like you said, Zach, this new bill does not apply to Muslims. With India having the second largest Muslim population in the world, this bill has received a lot of backlash. Many of the protesters say this bill is unconstitutional because you cannot amend a secular constitution with a non-secular bill. Border states are pro- protesting out of fear of being overrun with all these new refugees hoping for, Indian, for easy Indian citizenship. In, well, the Indian Minister of Home Affairs, Amit Shah, said that three border states will be exempted from the bill. The border states continue to protest, saying this bill is wrong on a both constitutional and humanitarian basis. Hey Christopher, can you explain India's immigration problems to us?
1: Yep, I sure can. Since India has the second highest Muslim population, which is 11% of the world's population, there is serious backlash as to whether this bill needs change or needs to be taken away completely. The Task Force on Border Management quoted that India has 15 million illegal migrants in 2001. And in 2004, they got rid of 3 million migrants to bring the migrant population down to 12 million. The Prime Minister of India, Narendra Modi, is completely for the bill and strongly believes that there's nothing wrong with it. Because of the bill, millions of Muslims will lose citizenship and be forced out of India. But until then, there will just be millions of immigrants in their country hiding in the shadows. As a result, millions of Muslims will be denied citizenship for 11 years, when that's not even the case for any of the other groups. How is that fair?
0: Yeah, that is not fair, Christopher. Hey Ben, could you build on this?
3: I would love to, Luke. The Citizenship Amendment Bill, or CAB, was passed by the Parliament of India on December 12, 2019. The bill provided eligibility to Indian citizenship for members of the Buddhist, Jain, Sikh, Hindu, Christian, and Parsi religious minorities who fled from Bangladesh, Afghanistan, or Pakistan to avoid persecution. The people who met these requirements had to show proof that they entered India before December 31st, 2014. The crazy thing is that people of Muslim minorities were not given the same abilities. What's weird about this is the Indian government hasn't done anything like this in the past because they're a secular country and religion should not play a part in in citizenship. As we talked about this already, this is heavily protested. Grace, what about the protests?
2: That is very interesting information, Ben. I would gladly talk about the protests. The citizens in India have been outraged by this new change to the immigration laws and the protests began in November. The 200 million Muslims that live in India have shown that they are a force to be reckoned with. Huge protests have been organized. One protest in Kauchi city in the southern state of Kerala brought in 200,000 demonstrators from all over India and was planned for New Year's Day. Hundreds of people have also camped out on one of the main stretches of highway during one of the country's coldest winters. These protests are one of the biggest threats to Prime Minister Modi's Hindu nationalist government and may have started a deeper political shift throughout India's government. But people aren't just protesting the citizenship law, they are also protesting against police violence towards Muslims. This violence has been going on for quite some time now and citizens are protesting and making a big deal. This shows that there has been Horrible things going on for quite some time, and now everything has boiled over. Are there any lingering questions, guys?
0: Yeah, Grace. There are many questions that come up when this is being discussed. So, Kyle, if this amendment is so bad, why was it put in place? Interesting question, Luke.
1: Like we said earlier, the part of the amendment is to help people fleeing religious persecution, but they aren't
0: doing it very well because they are intentionally harming Muslims. Going from that, Luke, why are only Muslims being denied citizenship? Very good question, Kyle. Well, on a basic level, the Indian government is scared of Muslims because there have been a few radical Muslims threatening the government. Unfortunately, it has resulted in all Muslims being persecuted. The Indian government is scared of an uprising, even though there is a very small number of radicals wanting control over India. Kyle, since Muslims aren't being allowed into India, where are they going? Well, actually, Luke, many of the Muslims actually haven't left India and have taken to the
1: streets and have been protesting for citizenship for Muslims. But the Muslims that have left fled to neighboring countries in fear of police violence, as well as a new law that's been put into place.
0: The Indian government is scared of an uprising, even though there is a very small number of radicals wanting control. If we've learned anything from doing these podcasts, it's that almost all discrimination like this is rooted in fear. Bingo! Yeah, Luke, you hit it on the spot. It's rooted in fear.
1: Luke, I was wondering, what politicians in India are for and against the bill?
0: So what you're basically asking is, what famous people and politicians in India are for or against the bill. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm asking. India's Prime Minister, Mr. Modi, supports the amendment fully and accuses other political figures of spreading lies to destroy the country. But the law shows that other political figures aren't lying because the law is discriminating against Muslims. So why is the prime minister defending the law?
3: That's the difficult question to answer. How do you guys think the Indian government will respond to these protests?
2: Well, I think since it, there's like a lot of people protesting and they're not just Muslims, I think that the government's going to have to respond because they're not really going to have a choice or their whole country's going to I guess rebel against them.
3: Yeah, I kind of feel that the Indian government will um, make a public comment in the near future because yeah, cuz otherwise there's just going to be like a
0: lot of a lot more riots and protests and that just doesn't look good on a country.
3: Yeah,
1: it's really interesting how everyone's really unified about how they just don't like the bill and how they're all Thinking that they need to change it to make it more fair for
0: Muslims.
2: I think it's interesting to see how a whole country can band together, even if they're like not of the same religion. They all just like come together because they all know that it's not a good thing.
0: Yeah, like none of us obviously agree with someone being discriminated against just for what they believe. And I don't think it's fair for a country's laws to be based in that.
3: Yeah, pretty much everyone but the government itself disagrees with it. And I think Maybe the government is just scared, even though it's just a very small amount of people. Yeah,
2: I think as we've seen, and as it has been said multiple times in this podcast, a lot of this um, like religious persecution is all based in fear, like the government's scared that there's going to be, like the very few radical Muslims are going to like take over their country, which is high, like very, very, very unlikely that that's going to happen, and it doesn't make sense to just punish the whole group.
0: Well, they need some form of control over those radicals, but this is just not fair.
2: Yeah, obviously it's super wrong to paint a whole group of people with a broad
0: brush. This is an ongoing issue, so make sure to learn more as it continues. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Also, thank you to Trevor Johns Voiceovers for giving us some tips for our podcast. and Thank you to Seattle for being our second most listened to city.
2: This podcast was brought to you by Grace, Luke, Madison, Christopher, Zach, Ben, Kyle, and our editor, Sam.
0: See ya.